I am Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist with your daily relationship nugget. This is January and thousands of students from primary age to college and university will be returning to school for the last few months of the academic year. But I'd like to speak to parents, uh, the most important individual who will help students truly have a successful school year are parents, especially those in primary school and high school. Teachers can only work with what parents are presenting to them. The right attitude, interest in learning, discipline, respect, determination, are qualities that are first and best taught at home. Therefore, in this radio broadcast, I will give a few parental tips to help students and parents have a successful school year. Parents are responsible for providing an environment that will facilitate learning. Did we get that? An environment that will facilitate learning. A good home provides love, encouragement, stimulation, and emotional security. The absence of hostility, ongoing emotional pain, rage, and addictive behavior like gambling, alcohol, illegal drugs, so forth, is key to producing a wholesome environment that stimulates learning. More importantly, what a parent says to a child can influence behavior. Each morning before the child goes to school, let the last word the parents speak be positive and proactive. For example, have a beautiful day, or I know you will do your best today, or I cannot wait until you get home to hear how exciting your day was. (laughs) Wonderful, aren't they? These positive words will drive a positive behavior. It is called positive reinforcement. On the other hand, when the last words the child hears before going to school are negative, the chances of the child behaving badly in school are greater. For example, don't embarrass me today, or I don't want to hear anything bad about you today, or don't do anything foolish today. These last words most likely will drive negative behavior. This is negative reinforcement. Leave something positive on the child's mind. Let your words express confidence in the child even if you are not happy with your child's behavior. If the child constantly hears negative words from the significant others in their his or her life, failure is almost assured. When the child fails, The parent says, see, I told you so. Parents usually refuse to admit that they actually set up their children to fail. Speak positively to your children each day. In Proverbs chapter 25 and verse 11 it states, A well-spoken word at just the right moment is like golden apples in settings of silver. Parents, are you understanding what I am saying to you? or those others who are in charge of children, are you constantly saying negative things to them? Start saying positive things, 
you will be surprised of their responses. One of the greatest things parents can do to stimulate interest in learning in a failing child or a child who is not making A's or B's is to remember to praise any growth no matter how small the increment. For example, if a child was struggling with a D grade in mathematics during the school year and one day brings home a C, praise the child. Yes, praise the child. That's a great improvement. Some parents mistakenly do not praise this small improvement because they only consider improvement to be when the child makes an A. Hence, the parent's attitude discourages the child. It is really not all that important that your child be a straight-A student. What is really important is for your child to do his or her best. I believe that all students with the right stimulation and teaching techniques can make good grades in school. C plus to A. The Bible text that might provide insight is Ecclesiastes chapter 11 and verse 4. Listen to it. Farmers who wait for perfect weather never plant. If they watch every cloud, they will never harvest. Parents, it is imperative that you provide a home with the proper structure to make it conducive for learning. Establish sensible bedtimes. Research now tells us that teenagers need at least 9.2 hours of sleep a night but will thrive best on 10 to 12 hours. Wow, I could hear them laughing. Me going to bed for 12 hours? Therefore, allowing your children to stay up as long as they want is not healthy. Watching the late movie after finishing homework at 10 p.m. is not wise. It impacts the immune system and makes the brain sluggish. Remember, do not ask your children whether they want to sleep as a way to get them to go to bed. No, let your children understand that bedtime and sleepiness are two different things. Set the time to go to bed without taking into consideration whether your children are sleepy and let them develop the discipline that when they go to bed it is time to sleep. Another good point, parents, provide a good breakfast. Focus on complex carbohydrates and proteins. Avoid, as far as possible, your child buying those, what, $2.99 or $1.99 or $3.99 breakfast, you know, grits and egg and grits and corned beef every single morning because you have to get up too early to go and you wouldn't prepare ahead of time or you're too lazy, whatever it is. It is your responsibility to make sure your children have a great blast off for the day. Provide them with a solid breakfast every morning. For example, choose from the following. Potatoes, eggs, whole grain cereal, whole grain grits, oatmeal, almond milk, spinach, orange, melon, whole grain waffles and pancakes, and on and on. Then make sure your children get a good vitamin and mineral supplement. Students need a good breakfast to do well in their classes. When students try to learn and have nothing in their stomach, they will have a lot of trouble succeeding. Here is another good point. Work along with your children to create daily schedule. 
The schedule includes what they will do when they arrive home from school until bedtime. Make sure after school time includes a short rest or chill out time, daily chores, and homework. In fact, your chores list can start from when they wake up in the morning. If your children have a two to three hours slated for homework assignment, allow them to take a break every 30 to 45 minutes. Please, parent, don't insist that your child sits at the table and saying this, you will not leave there until you finish your homework. I don't care if it takes three, four hours. That's not healthy. They need to take breaks thirty every 30 minutes or five minute break. Not a break to go outside and play, just a break maybe to get some water or so. Five minute break, then they come back. They will be rejuvenated. They can maybe focus more. And then you can randomly check their school bag, school bag, and school books. Look for neatness, complete or incomplete assignments, and how they maintain their textbooks. Look at tests, exam scores, etc. Listen, parents, you don't even have to have knowledge about some of the schoolwork your children are doing. You may not even be good at maths yourself or English, but you can show interests with what your children are doing. You can look for neatness. Um, assignments not completed, and so forth. Be an, an attentive parent. Parents, I encourage you to attend your Parent Teachers Association meeting and report card days. Remember, parents, you are your children's primary caregivers. You have been listening to your daily relationship nugget. I am Barrington Brennan, keeping a smile on your heart. <laughs>